Welcome to the latest episode of Back in the Day with me, Dave Rivett. This will be my second Beatles episode, having done my Beatles cover versions a few months ago. This episode, I'll be ranking all 22 George Harrison compositions in the Beatles catalogue. I've chosen to not include the songs where all four Beatles got a writing credit or the instrumental he co-wrote with John Lennon in Hamburg. I'm a big George Harrison fan, but I can't say I liked all of his songs. By the way, this is just my choice. I'm not saying one song is technically better, better than the other. I'm not a musician. I'm just putting them in the order I like. Right, so we begin at number 22, and it's All Too Much from the Yellow Submarine LP. I must admit, I've never really liked this song. It's a bit, it's got a droney-like sound to it. I find very monotonous. The brass section doesn't do it for me. I don't know if George, I don't think George Martin was present when recording the track. Maybe he could have made it a bit more interesting. Also, the track's too long at 6 minutes 27 seconds, which if you'll pardon the pun, it's all too much. At 21, I've Love You Too off of the Revolver album. I like the intro to the song, but after that I find the sitar sound throughout a bit tedious. I have to admit, George's Beatles Indian style songs just don't cut it for me. Only three members of the band played on the track. John Lennon wasn't there. Number 20, Blue Jay Way. Now, this is a song that first appeared in 1967 on the Beatles EP and album Magical Mystery Tour. The song was named after a street in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles where George stayed in August 1967. Apparently, the lyrics document the wait for music publicist Derek Taylor to find his way to Blue Jay Way through the fog while George struggled to keep awake after his flight from London to Los Angeles. The song is very 1967, but the drone-like organ is a bit of a bore, and they definitely overdo the whole mysterious thing. Not for me, never really liked this one. At 19, I put Piggies from the Beatles' White Album. When this first came out in 68, I mean, I was only about 14, I, I used to like it, but... When I first heard it, but over the years, I've just liked it less and less. I find it a bit dull, to be honest. At number 18, I have the song that opens side two of Sgt. Pepper, Within You, Without You. I must admit to skipping this song for years, I found it boring and repetitive. I have grown to like it a bit more in more recent times. I think they could have cut a couple of minutes off. Over five minutes, it's too long. At 17 is George's other song from side one of Yellow Submarine. A soundtrack album, Only a Northern Song. Recorded in February 67, there is an obvious reason it was not on the Sgt. Pepper album. It just wasn't good enough. In the song, George's vocal just drones on about his dissatisfaction of his status as the junior songwriter within the Beatles publication company, Northern Songs. Reviewer Ian McDonald described the track as a self-indulgent dirge, and I think he's just about got it right. 
That 16 is what I think is by far the best of George's Indian songs, the B-side to the single Lady Madonna, The Inner Light. It is the first Harrison composition to be issued on a Beatles single. Uh, George recorded the instrumental track. Uh, yeah, he recorded the instrumental track for The Inner Light in January 1968. It's the only Beatles studio recording to be made outside of Europe. Now, I've probably been a bit harsh on George's songs so far, but you either like a song or you don't, and I definitely like all George's songs from now on. And number 15 from the Rubber Soul album is If I Needed Someone. You can definitely hear the influence of the birds on this track. This song gave George's first chart hit as a songwriter, with the cover by The Hollies reaching number 20 in the UK charts. George was quite critical of The Hollies version, as was John Lennon, it's quite possible that Holly's version would have fared better without this criticism. I think it's a nice song. At 14, I placed George's other song from Rubber Soul, Think For Yourself, another good effort from George. A snippet of it was used in the 1968 animated film Yellow Submarine. At number 13, another song from 1965 taken from the Help album, You Like Me Too Much. This is a song I've always enjoyed. I've always thought the Help album has been very underrated as is this song. It was unusual for a George Harrison song to be so piano-driven, but in fact, John Lennon, Paul McCartney and producer George Martin all played piano on the track. I love it. And number 12 is another song from the Beatles' White Album, Long, Long, Long. This is a song I've always liked. George was really getting into his stride as a songwriter, and this song received praise from many music critics. It was the final track of Side 3, and it works really well as a total contrast to the track it follows, Paul McCartney's Manic Helter Skelter. John Lennon did not contribute to this song. And number 11 is For You Blue from the Let It Be album. It was also the B-side to the Long and Winding Road single that reached number one in the US, but it wasn't released as a single in the UK. This 12-bar blues song is a very catchy, hard-to-dislike song. It's, it was great to see John Lennon, play, John Lennon playing the lap steel guitar on the Get Back film on Disney+. Plus. Paul McCartney performed the song at the concert for George at the Royal Albert Hall in 2002. At number 10, I have the opening track to Revolver, Taxman. The song is a protest against the higher level of progressive tax imposed in the UK by the Labour government of Harold Wilson, which saw the Beatles paying over 90% of their earnings to the Treasury. The band choosing this track to, chose this track to open the album indicated how far George had, emer- George had emerged from the dominance of Lennon and McCartney. The song has a very good lead guitar solo by Paul McCartney. And number nine, it's back to the Let It Be album, and I Me Mine. Now, I know this song is really only half a song that goes around the block a few times, but it's got such a great sound, great guitars and drums. Also, a very good vocal. John Lennon again absent from a Harrison song. In fact, in the Get Back film, I thought he was very disrespectful when George offered the song to the band. At number eight is George's third contribution to the Revolver album, I Want to Tell You. George must have liked this song. He opened the Live in Japan 1991 concerts with Eric Clapton with it. There is a good version by American sing-songwriter Ted Nugent. Check it out on YouTube. At number seven, I have George's first song to appear on a record, is Don't Bother Me off of the Booth the Beatles album from 1963. He wrote the song when in bed and feeling under the weather. I love the song. 
I loved it when I first heard it 59 years ago, and I love it just as much now. George was never very complimentary about his first ever, but without it, we would have been deprived of so many great songs. Back to the Beatles' White Album for my number six choice, Savoy Truffle. Apparently, the song was inspired by his friends Eric Clapton's fondness for chocolate. The lyrics list the flavours of Macintosh's Good News chocolates. For those not old enough to remember, I'm not sure if you can still get a box of Good News. It was a box of chocolate similar to Black Magic. I don't think many people would have had this one as high as number six, but I find it a really big sound with a good guitar playing and a horn section. Again, no John Lennon on the track. And number five, it's back to the Help album and I Need You. This track features in their film Help in a scene filmed at Salisbury Plain where the group is under military protection for a murderous cult. It's quite a simple song, but Jules gives us a good vocal. Excellent cover by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers at the concert for George at the Royal Albert Hall in 2002. And number four is a song I've always liked, Old Brown Shoe, which is the B-side to the 1969 Beatles single The Ballad of John and Yoko. It was also included in Past Masters Volume 2. It's quite an obscure song that some non-Beatles fans would not have been aware of. There is a bit of a doubt whether Ringo Starr or Paul McCartney were playing drums on the track. Some experts say Ringo, but according to the book included in the Abbey Road 50th Anniversary Super Deluxe release, Ringo was away filming The Magic Christian with Peter Sellers when the song was recorded. Very good song. Also a good version at the Concert for George by Gary Brooker. Now, the top three in the list, I think, will be everyone's top three, simply because they're all absolutely fantastic songs. It's just deciding which order you place them in. Well, my order is number three, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, off of the White Album. George countered the band's apathy towards the composition by inviting his friend Eric Clapton to the recording studio. The rest of the band were then on their best behaviour on Eric's arrival, and he put down a killer solo although he is not formally credited for his contribution. Rolling Stone magazine ranked the song 136 on its list of 500 greatest songs of all time and at number 10 on its list of Beatles' greatest songs. I was knocked out by the the version that appeared on the Love album, which was released in 2006. George Martin wrote a new orchestral score for the demo of the song, previously issued on the Anthology 3 compilation. Outstanding. Before I move on, I must mention my favourite cover of the song is by Peter Frampton. It's fantastic. Hear it on YouTube. And number two is a song that is track two of the side one of Abbey Road, Something. This is the song that propelled George Harrison to the level of John Lennon and Paul McCartney as songwriters. It was released as a single with Come Together, a double A side. It was a number one in the USA, Australia, Canada, New Zealand and West Germany. It peaked at number four in the UK. The song received the Ivan Novello Award for the best song musically and lyrically of 1969. In the next 10 years, it will be covered by over 150 artists, including Elvis Presley, Ray Charles, James Brown, Smokey Robinson and Frank Sinatra, who sang it regularly and said it was his favourite Lennon McCartney song, which must have thrilled George. Shirley Bassey had a top five UK hit with her 1970 recording. In 1999, Broadcasting Music Incorporated named something as the 17th most performed song of the 20th century. For me, it's just a great song, great vocal, great drums by Ringo and a great guitar solo. Well, as I'm sure you've sussed out, my favourite George Harrison Beatles song 
is the other one from Abbey Road, Here Comes the Sun, which opens side two. George wrote the song at the country house of friend Eric Clapton. Another fine vocal, no John Lennon again, but some good acoustic guitar work and excellent drumming by Ringo. It's another great song. Here Comes the Sun is by far the most streamed Beatles song on Spotify. The lyrics reflect his relief at the arrival of spring and the temporary respite he was experiencing from the band's business affairs. In recent times, the song has taken on a different meaning, with light at the end of the tunnel following the COVID-19 restrictions. So there we have it, George Harrison's Beatles songs. I don't like them all, but there's certainly some gems in there. Of course, this was only the beginning for him. There will be lots of solo material to come. Maybe I'll do a top 20 George Harrison solo songs episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, you can make a comment about this or any other episode in the Facebook Back in the Day group. Thanks a lot. See you later. Bye.